The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome in to the early line, live right here on SportsGrid on a Monday morning on the heels of a loaded slate of Week 2 NFL action. I am Kevin Walsh, and I'm joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are you? New week, new money, as we like to say here on the show, Kevin. Excited to recap what happened in college football over the weekend, more importantly, NFL Week two, as we like to say, overreaction weekend. Boy, there was some overreactions mm-hmm. yesterday for sure, Kevin. There was a lot of interesting stuff. Some big injuries as well. We will get to it all. We kick things off with our 7-7 seven and seven top headlines from the weekend's action. And Sunday night football might have delivered the game of the year already. The Baltimore Ravens pulled a comeback against the Kansas City Chiefs 36 36- 35 is the final. Lamar Jackson with one touchdown in the air and two on the ground as the Baltimore Ravens pull a bit of an upset here, Donnie. Yep, 12-0 fourth quarter run here, 36-35 winner for the Ravens. What were we worried about? That short week for the Baltimore Ravens coming back home after their loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. How could you lose to the Las Vegas Raiders? They're a bad football team. Maybe not so much, Kevin. Big time win for the Ravens at home. Moving over to the Bucks falcons game, Tom Brady threw five touchdown passes in this one. Matt Ryan actually threw two touchdown passes to the Bucks as well. Tough game for Atlanta backers. But, Donnie, it does seemingly not matter how old Brady gets. He just keeps rolling. Bucks win big and cover the number. Back-to-back weeks, a team in the NFC South, a quarterback threw for five touchdowns and no interceptions. This week it was Brady. How about this? 24-36, 276, five touchdowns, no picks, and the Buccaneers continue to roll. A couple pick sixes returned back, but 48 on the board for the Buccaneers. We will break down that game, just the state of the South right now, because Atlanta looks horrible and Carolina looks quite interesting to start this season. We also saw Justin Fields play the majority of the game for the Chicago Bears because of an Andy Dalton knee injury. Don't have official word on how long he might be out, but I'll tell you this, they might want him back. Dustin Fields did not look all that good in this one, Donnie. Yeah, before Andy Dalton went out, Kevin, 9 of 11 from the field and also one touchdown, no interceptions. Justin Field comes in, throws an interception, 6 of 13, but you see the electricity in his legs. Third and nine late in the mm-hmm. ballgame to salt the game away. Looked like he was about to get sacked, shook loose, picked up a first down. They won the football game. The talent is there, but I don't know if that talent is ready to take the field yet full time, Kevin. A game where it really mattered when you bet it. The Bears, you know, closing almost near Pickham, one and a half, but there were Bengals numbers earlier in the week that did cover due to a late surge from Joe Burrow. And that often, speaking of a late surge, the Tennessee Titans. Folks, give it up for Donnie Wrightside. Money line dog mm. on the Tennessee Titans. That is a big time catch, and it was a big time day for Derek. Henry, 182 rushing yards, three touchdowns on the ground, and maybe the best compliment of all as he powered the Titans to this overtime victory is when he puts up performances like this, Donnie, it's hardly surprising. What a day for the Tennessee Titans, 33-30. to They upset the Seattle Seahawks in overtime and avoid an 0-2 start. We'll bring the radio audience into the fold. Appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you. Donnie, the Titans get a big win. 41 touches for King Henry out of the backfield, both rushing and receiving. And if you remember the Jets' great cornerback, Darrell Rivas, had Rivas Island. Kevin. I'm standing out on this luxurious island the week before. Money line on Houston. Nobody wanted Houston. This week, ha, 
You see how bad the, the Titans looked in week one? No way they go to play the 12th man. Not so fast here. That's 2-0 and and some dog upsets, but a big time win for the Titans. And yes, looks like the Titans now in control of that AFC South. Another strong week for the pick six. Very, very excited by that. As I mentioned, there were some big quarterback injuries and not just Andy Dalton. Carson Wentz left early for the Indianapolis Colts. Tua Tungavailoa left in the first quarter against the Buffalo Bills. And Tyron Taylor did not make it out for the second half against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, some big injury information here. By the way, Carson Wentz, if you're watching the Indianapolis Colts game, they're supposed to have a good offensive line. He's getting beat like a crash test dummy out there. I don't know if he's going to make it through the season. That ankle injury, we'll see how the swelling goes yeah. down. Tua Tagovailoa already knocked out with a rib injury. That could He could struggle for weeks to come with that until that gets right. And then Tyrod Taylor, what a shame, playing really good football. And then he goes down with a hamstring injury. We know that's probably going to be a few weeks off here. At least we know he's going to miss Thursday night's game. And that, of course, is a big one. It has the Carolina Panthers right now as road wow. touchdown favorites. Sam Darnold 3-0. I don't think that would make any sense to me. How about the San Francisco 49ers go to Philly and have a great defensive performance? Eh, maybe it was more of the Eagles messing some things up here. Philly held to 11. They dropped this game to San Fran 17-11 to with a final score. Yeah, as, as we talk about this game a little bit later in the show, sometimes getting a little too fancy for in front of the home crowd, Nick Sirianni. I thought the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles played very well in the first half. Should have had a double-digit lead, Kevin, as you tweeted out. But things fell apart in the second half. The Eagles still got a decent football team here, but good win by the 49ers coming in on the road and taking care of business. Talk more about the NFC East later in our show. We'll also talk a little college football and by Far the big result was Alabama narrowly, Donnie, escaping the Gators 31 to 29, a two point conversion away from this game being tied late into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Looked like a blowout. Looked like a blowout early. Kudos to Florida hanging around, almost taking down the mighty Bama. It was, as Donnie said, it was 21 to 3 at the end of the first quarter. Credit to Florida there for hanging on in. We're talking Sunday night football on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. We start our recap off with Sunday night football. The Baltimore Ravens win outright as a three and a half point underdog, 36 to 35. This game blows past the total, 53 and a half, which you love to see. 71 points put up on the board here. Don, here's how I'll pose the question to you. Is this game more about the Kansas City Chiefs being unable to score over the final 20 minutes of game time here and blowing a double-digit lead? Or is it about the Baltimore Ravens avoiding an 0-2 start and for the first time, Lamar beating Patrick Mahomes? 
I think this is more about Kansas City, Kevin. And the reason why I say that is the Baltimore Ravens, they're a good football team. They're at home, but they're also injured. You're expecting a little bit more coming into the season. Forget about the offseason. Oh, let's see Baltimore, see how many wins they pile up. I'm just talking about the last 30 days. All the injuries for the Ravens, they lose opening night out on the West Coast to the Las Vegas Raiders. They come home, and one of the worst teams or one of the worst situations you want to have is the Chiefs coming to town here. So you put him away 36-35, which is a great win. We talked about what Lamar Jackson needed to do in this football game. He did everything, 239 passing as well as 107 on the ground. But if you look at Kansas City, maybe this is more of a referendum on them. They should have lost week one. They got outplayed by the Cleveland Browns in their own building and said, okay, let's just, you know, flip the switch on. We can win this at any time. You had another lead in this game, the Kansas City Chiefs, in the second half double digits. You let this one get away. So is this going to be the MO of the Kansas City Chiefs where they're just bored in the regular season? They're going to take losses, but they think they can turn it on at any time? Because quite frankly, Kevin, looking at the schedule, they should be 0-2 right now. You know, it's interesting because what you're saying about week one is true. But it's so Kansas City Chiefs, it's like, yeah, they always come back and they always find a way. Yeah. And this game, Donnie, was going to be the same exact thing if CEH didn't fumble. There three minutes left on the clock. Oh, I wonder how quickly the Kansas City Chiefs... Oh, look, they're already inside Baltimore territory. They were going in for points. And to be honest with you, Donnie, if the Baltimore Ravens punt that football away instead of going for it on a fourth down, yes. I yes. still think the Kansas City Chiefs win this football game. And that's what the Chiefs have done for Mahomes. Even games where they play poorly. And Patrick Mahomes with one of the worst interceptions of his career. His first ever September interception in his career. And the CEH fumble obviously cost them huge. But I got to say, Donnie, I thought that this is all about the Baltimore Ravens. 251 yards on the ground. No, they don't have the best wide receivers in the NFL, and they certainly don't have the best passing quarterback in the NFL, but they have by far the best running quarterback this sport has ever seen. 107 rushing yards from Lamar Jackson, two touchdowns, the game-sealing fourth-down conversion. Donnie, this was a performance to me that showed Lamar Jackson is still one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in this sport. And the Baltimore Ravens, who for the last three or some odd years now have been booked as a one-two combo next to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC, need to continue to be booked in that fashion. I thought it said a world about Lamar and John Harbaugh. Yeah, and taking a look here at the updated odds here on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win MVP. Lamar Jackson 16-1 to and climbing. We talked about it before this game was even going to take place. If you look at the, the uh, Baltimore Ravens here in the 2021 season, it used to be handed off to three different running backs, spread the ball around. Lamar Jackson is electric. He'll throw for a lot of touchdown passes because he's usually flipping them from the five-yard, ten-yard line in, not you know launching 30-yard bombs down the field. But now we take a look and see everything stripped away out of the backfield. Credit Tyson Williams, 13 carries, 77 yards. I thought he showed out well last night and also week one. But this team is only going as far as Lamar Jackson. The usage rate is mm -hmm. going to be out of control here during this football season. You saw it last week, 12 carries, 16 carries in this game for 107 yards. Every time they needed a big play, Lamar Jackson was able to make the play. Even a jump pass touchdown from around midfield, yeah. which was sensational to watch. He is absolutely on fire when he is in prime time and in his own element, not worrying about, hey, maybe the people say I need to be a better passer than I am. Just make the plays in front of you and also credit the Baltimore Ravens for being aggressive in the last minute of that football game. Fourth and one, Kevin, you're right. They punt that football. There's a really good chance they don't win the game. But you know how you win the game? Get one yard with your best player, and they did that. They didn't throw it back like the uh, Baltimore, excuse me, the uh, Buffalo Bills last week on a fourth and one. They said, I'm going to give my best player my best chance at getting this first down, and they got it here. Mm -hmm. Wonderful stuff. Big-time win by the Ravens. I will say this on the Kansas City Chiefs. I worry... I never about their offense. Patrick Mahomes, 24 of 31, 343 yards, three touchdowns in the air. Another big Travis Kelsey game. To be fair, Tyreek Hill held in check, 3 of 14. But this defense looks bottom five-ish. Their run defense has been bad pretty much the entirety of the Mahomes run. 251 on the ground on 41 carries is preposterous. Last week, they gave up nearly 160 on the ground to the Cleveland Browns. If this team on the defensive side of the football 
is going to be this vulnerable, then it is going to be hard, Donnie, for them to stack the deck and run wild. Now, let's again not lose sight of the, the start to their season here. I mean, the Cleveland Browns were a lot of people's, you know, darlings of the offseason. They're very, very high on that football team. And then you go to Baltimore. That is a difficult start for any team, even if it is the Kansas City Chiefs. But it is very fair to wonder, Donnie, if this defense is going to hold them back from getting to their ultimate goal, which is, of course, the Super Bowl. And it could, because look at yesterday. The Baltimore Ravens, 31 first downs in that game. Six of 11 on third down. One of one on fourth down. 481 yards in this game. 36 minutes of holding the ball versus 24 minutes here for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the MO, but also the MO is, you know, have one of the best running games in football like you saw last week with the Cleveland Browns. The MO is have one of the mm-hmm. most electric running quarterbacks that we've ever seen in NFL history. So I don't know where that continues because if you're looking from a Kansas City Chiefs perspective, you're going up against really good offense. Oh, Lamar Jackson doesn't pass. That's still a really good offense that usually averages into the high 20s each and every game. We'll see if they settle down, but I think that's another lost cause here. Maybe they got lucky being the Kansas City Chiefs week one to get a victory. They should have won in week two. The luck didn't go their way, and a huge fumble at the end of the football game, which, hey, it happens here. We saw it in the Miami Dolphins New England Patriots game last week. Hold on to the football, kick yeah. a field goal, you win it. If you can't do that, turnover you're gonna end up with a loss here well Kansas City's gonna be fine this year they'll win double digit games they'll probably win the Mm -hmm. AFC West but they got some competition now in the AFC West they certainly might have boy and we'll talk more about these teams specifically there Denver listen when they play a real NFL team then I'll admit I was wrong until then (laughs) I'll say the jury is out but boy do they are are they cooking with gas I think the Vegas Raiders might have the most impressive 2-0 start of any team. The Chargers, pfft, let me just say this. I told people, and they go, well, I think I like the Dallas Cowboys because the L.A. Chargers organization, and I was clowned for such a take. What a correct take that was. The Chargers as an organization will never have anything nice, it apparently seems. They continually seem to fumble the bag. But again, we'll break those down. I just want to quickly say as well, Donnie, the Ravens stay co-favorites with the Cleveland Browns and have actually moved a little bit at now plus 120. I think it's fascinating there because with the way this game was trending and I thought it was going to be a Kansas City win, I was ready to gobble up Ravens stock assuming they would drop. It, I think that the Browns would be your favorites to win this division had Harrison Bucker got the chance to walk out there and make a game-winning field goal. Yeah, I'm still going with Cleveland here. And I know it's only been two weeks, and we like to have overreaction week in week two. Now we can sort of settle in. Like, this yeah. football team's probably going to be decent. This one's going to be bad. I'm still sticking with the Cleveland Browns overall, as long as they don't get too injured here and get some players back. We'll see how they line up next week, and maybe Odell Beckham Jr. can make a return. Once that team is full go, to me, overall, Kevin, they're a better football team than the Ravens. But again, it's hard to say that after a huge Ravens victory at home last night over the Kansas City Chiefs. The Ravens do what they do, mm-hmm. Kevin. They win at home. No doubt about it. The Kansas City Chiefs are minus 220 to win the AFC West. Denver, 5-1, to one, the second choice on the board. Coming up against the break here on the early line. When we come back, Tom Brady, nine touchdowns in the first two weeks of the season. Can anybody stop Brady and the Bucks? We'll break it all down right here on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid, breaking down the Week 2 slate in the NFL. One more game left to go, Lions-Packers, Monday Night Football. We'll get a full preview of that game in our number two. But we started off with Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons. 48-25, Tampa Bay wins, covers the game, certainly flies over the number. The Bucs, Donnie, see their quarterback, Tom Brady, Go 24 of 36 for 276 passing and five touchdowns. Simply put, can anybody stop Brady? I don't know. And and I have futures in for the Super Bowl winning teams. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills both had nice days yesterday. But I look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I say to myself, you know, father time is supposed to catch up to us. Tom Brady does five touchdowns, no picks. He looks like he's maybe in his third or fourth year out there. Same arm motion, electric arm, but look at the weapons around them. And also, you know, it was like a nice little, you know, I don't know, Gronkowski coming down to Tampa Bay to retire, sort of, right? Barely used him in the regular season, shows up mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And I'm like, hey, man, look at that. They got one last ride out of Gronkowski. Now, all of a sudden, is he going to lead tight ends in touchdowns this year? And if that's the case, yeah. what is even fair about Tampa Bay at this point? The offense is absolutely sensational. Now, if they can figure the running game out here, Kevin, a little personal note with Ronald Jones II, I would really appreciate it. But if they're going to win games 48-25 to 25 as double-digit favorites at home in their own division, who is going to stop this team? Tom Brady looks phenomenal. The defense will get it together here. As long as they're not injured, look at all the weapons they have on offense with Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time. A blowout victory over the Falcons. Falcons made it a little bit closer for a while, but you saw at the end of the game, a couple pick sixes here from Matt Ryan who had to throw 46 times in this one. How I walk away from this game is, Good luck beating the Buccaneers. They're going to be here all season long and making another run at a Super Bowl championship. I love the point you brought up about Gronk. Here's the perspective that will absolutely send chills down your spines. He is the same age as Travis Kelsey. I mean, like, is anybody here predicting, hey, Kelsey's washed too old? Gronk got a year off, feels amazing. He probably is like a top five tight end in this board and is just going to keep dominating. And Brady's going to keep dominating, especially, too, because he's throwing the ball inside the 10 because they hate their running backs, and he's going to keep going. Tom Brady and this Bucks offense right now is loaded on that. Like, Mike Evans did nothing, really, week one. Yeah, don't worry, Mike. Five catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns, team high, nine targets. Godwin gets into the end zone. Gronk, as Donnie mentioned, gets in there twice as well. Like, In what world do you have Antonio Brown go one of 17 and it's no sweat off your back? Apparently a world where the Bucs are. But I will say this. The question says, can anybody stop Brady? That seems to be no. This team looks two weeks into the year like an over machine because their offense is going to score, score, score. And their run defense in some weird twisted way is almost too good because it is such a gigantic waste of time to run the football. Mike Davis, 9 for 38. Cordero Patterson, 7 of 11 on the ground. As a team, the Falcons average 2.8 yards per carry. And when that happens, teams are going to air it out all game long. Donnie and I did some week two early look ahead player props to target 
Matt Ryan over pass attempts. This number was 37 and a half. It might very well be the last time we see any quarterback be sub 40 pass attempts on a player prop with Matt Ryan cruising over that number in a game he got benched in, by the way, when it was all said and done here. This Bucks defense, Donnie, made the plays, no doubt about it, but they're going to have to because they are going to be thrown on all season long. That is correct, because when you need a running mate, Kevin, as we like to say, one of those circled plays that I have in the NFL, which I did not wager on, was the Atlanta Falcons getting around that 20-point total. They did that by the end of the third quarter, you know, keying on a, a couple fourth-down plays. But as you look as the game goes on, you are so correct here, because if Tampa Bay is going to score with this ease, the defense holds up, because, you know, quite frankly, in the NFL, when you're trying to look at a defense, you have to take out some of these big scores, because... The goal of the defensive coordinator is to say, okay, we'll let you score here, but you're not going to score in a minute and a half. You're going to score in six and a half minutes as you go down the field. Mm -hmm. Hence, Matt Ryan throwing 46 times. If you're going to get quarterback after quarterback after quarterback here, knowing they have to throw the football, you're right, Kevin. An overs machine, and particularly a team total over machine, not necessarily with Tampa Bay, but the team they are yeah. playing because you have to hold up your end of the bargain. It's another one of those teams that we look at, Kevin, and say, is your goal really going to say, Let's run the football and keep Tampa Bay off the field. No, you have to exchange blows with Tampa Bay and try to get them into a, a throw fest where maybe Brady. But think about that, Kevin. We're trying to say maybe Brady breaks down here. What sort of any evidence here that that offense is going to break down from Tampa Bay outside of a dominant running game? There are three tight ends deep, multiple wide receivers who all should be all pros or possibly making Pro Bowls here with the best quarterback of all time. This team is going to be so much fun to watch and also interesting, Kevin, of how the times change here in the NFL moving forward. Are we going to over-adjust Tampa Bay's team total by stacking them up at 34-and-a-half in a game, which is absolutely mm -hmm. unheard of? Usually when you approach the 28-and-a-half, the 28-and-a-half, excuse me, 29-and-a-half, 31-and-a-half, that is a monstrous number. Where does Tampa Bay end up here the next time they play another team in the AFC South? It's going to be fascinating to watch. But yeah. Tom Brady in this offense, Kevin, a well-oiled machine. Watch out, NFL. The Bucs are plus 260 to win the NFC. The next closest team, the Green Bay Packers, at plus 650 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook here. The next game, though, I do want to bring up because they're 2-0, the Tampa Bay Bucks. So are the Carolina Panthers. Now, I'm not going to sell anybody a bag of dreams that the Panthers are going to push this team for a division crown. Maybe Donnie will. I Man, everyone knows I'm super, super low on Sam Darnold. I absolutely, if I, look, if it's shown that this guy's for real, then Adam Gase owes a lot of people a lot of money because that man is the worst coach in history ever of all of all football. Like, it's unreal. Darnold looks great. The Panthers are 2-0 with two solid wins here, Donnie. Joe Brady, sensational offensive coordinator. He had Sam Darnold cooking from the opening quarter in this ballgame. 26 of 38, 305 in the air, two touchdowns, one interception, a passer rating of close to 100. But this team only goes as far, Kevin, as Christian McCaffrey can get the football. 24 carries on the ground, five catches in the air. You saw late in the second half, which I got a little bit nervous with. I had a team total over 17 and a half in this one where they had 17 points at the half. A hellacious mm -hmm. shot that Christian McCaffrey took from a defensive lineman tackling him down the field helmet to helmet which got called for a 15-yard penalty leaves yeah. the field for a couple series here and it looked like they went back into slow motion for the Carolina Panthers once he got back onto the field and was cleared got some IVs didn't have any concussion issues they were moving the football once again 26 to 7 I and mean, talk about Kevin overreaction week in the NFL the New Orleans Saints beat one of the favorites to win the NFC and possibly win a Super Bowl championship in the Green Bay Packers by over 30 points. You go on the road here, and you get shellacked by the Carolina Panthers, who, yes, are now 2-0. Are the Jets a good football <laughs> team? No. But the Saints are a decent football team, or at least we thought so after week one. What a beautiful win by the Carolina Panthers. And also, looking forward into the future, the Panthers are going to be 3-0 and after the game on Thursday night with no Tyrod Taylor on the Texans. That is impressive here. Kudos to Matt Rule, who... Before the season started, Kevin, I was saying, like, hey, maybe it's not their year. We'll see if Darnold can be their actual franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be the franchise quarterback, but they're going to hit their wins total this year. Look, again, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie to myself on certain things. Like, right now, Denver and Carolina look like I was wrong. It's early. We'll see. But both teams impressive. But on the Saints side of it all, 
we know how this stuff goes, right? 38-3, you blast a legitimate contender in the Green Bay Packers, and sometimes things can come down. Okay, cool. I got it. That's why I didn't pet the spread in this game. I like the over in this game. I figured the Saints would be able to score points. Now, they weren't able to score points. Okay, fine. Explain to me a world where they get blown out start to finish and I lose a Jameis Winston pass prop by well over 100 yards. How did he only throw for 111 in this football game here? Now, him throwing two picks, the biggest lock in the world. I should have bet all my money in the world that he was going to get picked off after not getting picked off in the first week. It's still Jameis Winston, LASIK surgery, be damned. But, Donnie, like, are, is the Panthers' defense legitimately better than we realize? Or are the Saints legitimately deprived of real weapons outside of Alvin Kamara? And this offense here, like, is way worse than what they put forward that opening week. Do you remember week one, Kevin, one of my pick six picks? Jameis Winston's going to throw for around 250 yards in that game. He threw five touchdowns, which means he probably threw for 450. No, he threw for one. (laughs) Is this the real Jameis Winston? 150 or so in week one, 111 in week two. But the biggest misnomer of this football game here, Kevin, Alvin Kamara, eight carries, five yards, four catches out of the backfield, 25 (laughs) yards on turf. I don't know what is going on with the Saints offense where Sean Payton must be pulling his hair out because this was one of the elite machines over the past decade when Drew Brees was healthy and could push the football downfield. Last week, like, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll take a little bit out of the Saints game saying the defense was really good and the offense did what it needed to do. Five touchdowns, no picks out of Jamie Swinston. This is going to be a really good football team. They were a disaster in week two. Great win by the, the Carolina Panthers. But moving forward, the Saints are as puzzling as it gets from week one to mm-hmm. week two. We'll see what's in store for week three out of the Saints. Let me just put this into perspective, right? A lot of people maybe tell you, like, the Jets had the worst-looking offense. Zach Wilson threw four picks. They had 336 total yards of offense, the New York Jets. The New Orleans Saints in this game had 128 wow. yards of offense. What? 120. Derrick Henry had more rushing yards than their whole outrageous from the Saints. We're coming on back. We're talking a lot more week two right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid. We had a lot of good action yesterday, but one of my favorite results was the Titans Seahawks one. Why? Donnie with a huge pick six money line dog. I cannot hit these money line dogs. I'm 0 2, and honestly, I'm not all that close to start the season. Donnie's 2 0. The Tennessee Titans beat the Seattle Seahawks 33 to 30 
in overtime with Derrick Henry having 182 rushing yards and three touchdowns in complete Derrick Henry fashion, Donnie. Amazing stuff. Absolutely amazing here. And I'm looking and saying, like, man, I had the Tennessee Titans here looking at plus six. That looks like a ridiculous play. And, oh, yeah, I had a money line as well. Way to show up, Tennessee Titans, here on the road as they were getting blasted at the half. But an unbelievable second half when you said, you know what? What do we do well? Play action passes. We got Julio Jones. Let's actually use him. And, oh, yeah, King Henry's in the backfield. who probably is going to rush now for another 2,000 yards on the season if he stays healthy. Mm -hmm. You know you get good? Let Ryan Tannehill operate outside the pocket. Also, 35 carries for Derrick Henry. This isn't like, hey, let's give him 16 carries and, you know, we need him for the second half of the season. No, you needed him yesterday and you used him and you picked up a victory because of him in that game. A wild performance and a lot of swings of emotion here, depending on what squad you have, because it looks like the Seattle Seahawks were headed for an easy victory. The crystal ball comes mm -hmm. out here, Kevin, right? Let it, what if I told you before this game started, Russell Wilson is going to have 343 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and finish with a passer rating of 128 in this ballgame. And Chris Carson, he's actually going to punch in two touchdowns. Sign me up for the Seahawks in an absolute route. Not the case here. A second-half collapse in front of the 12s in Seattle. This is one of those victories that galvanizes your football team like the Titans mm -hmm. here. And now maybe they do have the advantage in the AFC South gutty performance to come back and win on one of the toughest places to win on the road it was a great performance a great pick by you the seattle seahawks on the season have 35 first half points and 13 second half points this is this this can't be like this isn't this isn't this simple. There was a funny little exchange over the weekend, right? Alabama goes scores three touchdowns on their first three possessions. They proceed to not basically move the football the rest of the half. And I go, how does that happen? And Joe Lisi very smartly goes, it's called adjustments. Now, I got a couple choice words for Joe Lisi with that comment to <laughs> me there, as if I've never heard of adjustments. But what is actively going on with Seattle here? It, because their touchdowns on it, I mean, they're wide open. They're, Russell Wilson is throwing bombs, and it looks like they will score whenever they seem fit. And then it falls apart. Like, the Seattle Seahawks got – this wasn't the case, ah, overtime, they didn't get the ball. No, they got the ball, and they didn't really do much with it. Like, they forced a punt. They went three and out on their own and gave it back to the Tennessee Titans in overtime here. You said it. Russ had a monster day. It's hard to decide where do you point the finger at. But right now, the first half and second half splits for this Seahawks team, Donnie, are night and day. And you even got a break there from Julio Jones getting two feet in, called a touchdown, then for some some angle they must have that showed a uh, microscope oh on maybe gosh. one blade of fake turf grass <laughs> was on his shoe yeah. here. I don't know where you go with the Seahawks here at this point. You know, we always like to use the term luck box here where, yes, guys are wide open. And each and every year, does anybody cover Tyler Lockett or does he have a force field around him where you're not allowed to come within 15 yards of this guy as he runs wide open all over the field? Yeah. Sensational performance by Seattle's offense. And quite frankly, I thought that the Tennessee Titans offense would bounce back, and they did. Their team totaled anywhere between 22 to 23 and a half, and that game easily covered. The only reason why I backed off making that official play for me, Kevin, a little bit of rain in the forecast here, which certainly didn't have any bones in this game, 63 total points. But mm -hmm. this is just what Seattle does. They're in each and every game, and there's many people that will tell you, Kevin, anytime the Seattle Seahawks are laying more than three points, just don't back them. They play everybody close. It doesn't matter what team yeah. it is. They will play down to their competition. You can't lose a big lead at home in your own building. Seattle Seahawks did that one and one on the season. One slipped away from them. Just a nonsense team, and it's been this way forever. Also, just on the locket thing, I'm trying to forget that he was like early supposed to be on the card for a season-long player prop, and I decided to go to Allen Robinson and the disaster that is the Bears <laughs> offense instead. Tyler Lockett might hit his season-long prop by like week six. I'll also add this. Tomorrow, we're going to have a longer conversation around MVP. Derrick Henry is 65-1. to one. Now, in my opinion, he can't win it because he plays the running back position. 
But people do love themselves some Derrick Henry, and he is going to put up mammoth numbers clearly again this season. 182, three touchdowns. He had, he had six catches for 55 yards. Like If this guy starts catching the football all of a sudden as well, his numbers are going to be preposterous. One thing, though, that'll help the Tennessee Titans get into you know a great place, obviously, if a Derrick Henry MVP thing was going to happen, is winning the AFC South. Well, they're one and one. The team that is supposed to be their toughest competition, the Indianapolis Colts, are 0-2. Oh, and Carson Wentz got injured at the end of this game. The Rams win 27-24. Game goes over. Rams cover, but Donnie, the big story here, Carson Wentz leaves injured. And you know what? If you're watching, which I watched a lot of it because I had the Rams team total, which worked out in my favor. Yeah. Loved it. I thought their offense was did just enough for what they needed to do. But also, when you take a look at the Indianapolis Colts offense here, I'm, I'm really worried. And not so much that they're not going to score points or win football games. Because, again, me sitting on that eight and a half, the back end of the schedule is much easier than the first half. I've, hopefully, they would just – I expected them actually to go one and one in their first two. Now they're 0 and two. But now you throw in a Carson Wentz injury. It's not that Carson Wentz is injury prone. If you watch a football game – some guys avoid hits. Some guys take hits. Some guys try to hold on the football too long. Now, in the city, and when we played for the Philadelphia Eagles, speaking of Carson Wentz, looked like the majority of the time he's trying to make a play and holds on too long. You thought that would be corrected once he went with Frank Reich and that really good offensive line of what we thought was a very good offensive line for the Colts. But if you watch that game yesterday, he was under siege from the first quarter all the way through to the fourth quarter. He had to run for his life just about every time he dropped back to pass. It's no surprise that he got hurt with an ankle injury. Quite frankly, he took some big-time shots running the football and diving for first downs. Carson Wentz is a gamer here, but that might not hold up over 17 weeks, which is what you should be worried about because they never made the move to get a decent backup quarterback, or should I say a veteran backup quarterback. And we'll see if that shows next week. If Carson Wentz isn't mobile behind that offensive line, and we know he likes to hold onto the football, that could be disastrous mm -hmm. here. But a nice win for the Rams going on the road. But also keep in mind, gamblers out here, if you took the Colts, you won your bet. So it's not all yep. that bad. They didn't get blown out at home. They actually had a legitimate chance to win that football game. It was 24-24 late. Rams are a good football team. Good win by the Rams. Tough loss by Indy. It could be even tougher if they lose Carson Wentz. Throughout the week, we'll give you all the updates around these quarterbacks that got injured in the Week 2 action because there was a lot of them. But let me say this about the Indianapolis Colts here because this is, you know, a performance, result-oriented business where you go, hey, man, they hung. We know the Rams are good. The Indianapolis Colts should have won this game, and, in fact, they should have won it big. Yep. They went down on the very first drive and couldn't punch it in from the one-yard line. And then two drives later... Through a, I don't think I've ever seen the inside shovel pass that's supposed to go to the tight end picked off. Carson, listen, it, it should never happen, and when it happens, it's probably just a good read. He threw a lollipop, basically, that of course was going to get picked off there. They proceeded to muster zero points with two drives that were inside the Rams' five Yard line here. And this is the thing about the Rams. As somebody who is high on this Rams team, Brandon Staley is now with the Chargers. They lost defensive pieces. The Bears moved the ball week one. They couldn't close out drives. The Colts should have been up in this game like 14-0. The Colts should have been able to go out there and put themselves in a legitimate position to control this football game. And they still almost came back and won this game. Because, by the way, Jacob Eason finished this out. Wentz left this game, and it was tied. Context, context, context. The Colts, I think, are better, Donnie, than people will tell them will tell you after two weeks of this season. Yes, and also getting back to the point of the ebbs and flows of a football game here, Kevin, because I'm going to tell these stories through my eye, which is through the team totals. You can't have a worse drive for a team total guy, not with the Colts, <laughs> but for the Rams. And like a seven-minute drive that stalls out on the one-yard line? Are you kidding me? And how about the second drive? Like, you get the yeah. interception. Maybe you can return it back. He throws it on the inside the five-yard line. I'm saying to myself, I got to go 95 yards plus in a dome on the road here. Now, quite frankly, it worked out in my favor. But we all know when you take the opening drive and kill eight minutes and don't score it, oh, yeah, you leave the ball in like the 10-yard line. That is disastrous. So the fact that I was able to hit that Rams team total after just those two drives alone, thank goodness. But by the way, 
Cooper Cup is a really good wide receiver. Nine for mm -hmm. 163. He propelled my team total in this game. Matthew Stafford did just enough in this game to, pro to you know, obviously score enough points to win. 27-24, about what we thought that game would be. But congratulations to the contrarian betters here, who even though the Colts lost the football game, still ended up with the almighty cover. They certainly did. Enough time to get another game in here because this is one that I want to make sure we get to. The Vegas Raiders went to Pittsburgh and now moved to 2-0. They win this game 26-17. They have wins at Pittsburgh and home against the Baltimore Ravens. As impressive of a 2-0 start as any team in the league has. And I want to give them a world of credit. But I cannot help but make this about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because last year this team started out unbeaten and everybody knew they were bad. Basically outside of Steelers fans. This team isn't going to do that this year. This team stinks. Big Ben is washed. The offensive line is horrific. And I don't see any world in which this Steelers team is going to the playoffs, Donnie. They are bad. Maybe I'm overreacting. So be it. They stink. 17 first downs, 331 yards here for the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And it's one of the games that I looked at from week one, Kevin. And, you know, everybody, ah, Pittsburgh won, though. Don't worry. You're looking at the wrong things, Donnie. No. I watched the entire week one game back two times to say, I'm scratching my head as at why the Bills didn't blow out the Steelers like they blew out the Dolphins this week. We'll get to that game later. But the Pittsburgh Steelers mm -hmm. on offense, all the good things we heard in the offseason. Big Ben's lost weight. His arm looks really good. Wait till you see this new offensive coordinator. We're not going to be predictable anymore, Big Ben said. And you look at it and say, the same exact things that showed up last year are even worse this year. Why? Big Ben is another year older. The offensive coordinator still trying to find his rhythm, I guess. And this new rebuilt offensive line that was somehow supposed to be better with like five different starters is obviously not the case here. This was a game that you had the perfect scenario for a Pittsburgh Steeler win. The Vegas Raiders, emotional win at home in overtime, coming back to the East Coast to play early. They were so far and away, Kevin, the better football team in this game. I'm actually mm -hmm. surprised it was only 26-17. T.J. Watt goes down with an injury. The pass rush falls off. The Raiders were the better football team here, deserved to win, but you are correct here. The Pittsburgh Steelers look like that same team down the back stretch last year. It's not going to get any better for Big Ben. Looks like it might only get worse. And you said it like this was what felt like such an easy fade of Vegas. Overtime, Monday night football, now you go west to east against the Steelers team making their home debut. And it was almost like, Nani, Vegas knew the whole way. They kicked field goals on their first three scoring possessions, and it was like they were never never worried about it. They knew Pittsburgh wouldn't be able to do enough on that side of the ball. The T.J. Watt injury certainly does hurt as well. Derek Carr off to a wonderful, wonderful season. 28 of 37, 382 passing yards and two touchdowns. Like another guy I wish was on the card instead of Allen Robinson. But that's all right. It's early. It's early. It is early. We're taking a break here on the early line. We're coming on back. The MVP race cannot be discussed without Kyler Murray, who had another monster week and was lucky to escape away with a win. We'll talk about it on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kyler Murray, four total touchdowns, 400 passing yards, and a 2-0 start to the season. Although, 34-33 is great. 36-34 Minnesota, if they were able to make a 37-yard field goal, maybe would have been able to take a little bit of shine off of this performance here. But Donnie, Kyler Murray finds himself right now a a co-favorite with Patrick Mahomes for the MVP as he is off to a wild start to this season. 36 attempts here, 400 yards. Did make some mistakes on the two interceptions with three touchdowns. They are an electric offense. They're going to be so much fun to watch. And certainly one of those team total teams, Kevin, that you sort of look towards. But then again... We're not getting 17 and a half like you had on the Carolina Panthers here with the Arizona Cardinals, but also, Kevin, mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings in that football game. Let another slip away. They could be 2-0. But the focus is on yeah. Kyler Murray and how much fun that offense is. It's outrageous. You chase him around. It's like, what's the deal? Like, how do I chase this guy for four quarters? I'm going to be exhausted by halftime and need to get IVs. So much fun to watch. Interesting stuff out in the desert. A great overall division playing out. But can Kyler Murray steal this one? They look fantastic on offense. Got to shore up that defense just a little bit here. But credit the Arizona Cardinals for winning that football game. Even though, yes, Kevin, come on, a 37-yard field goal in the dome? You got to make that kick and go to one and one at least for the Vikings. But a big-time win for the Cardinals, one of the most fun teams in the NFL you are going to watch in 2021. Greg Zerline bangs a 56-yarder. Change your channel. You get over to this game, 37-yarder miss, like (laughs) back-to-back. I got to say, though, I love this Minnesota team. What a bunch of buffoons in every sense of the word. I mean, they should ease. I mean, 2 and 0, Don. How are they not 2 and 0? How are they not How are they not 2 and 0? Like the easiest 2 and 0 ever handed on a silver platter and they're 0 and 2. It'll come back from 0 and 2. Kirk Cousins, this guy's the best. I heard Donnie, I hope Kirk Cousins plays till he's 50. I never want Kirk Cousins to leave the NFL. He's the best, It's man. true. I love it's me true. some Kirk Cousins. I love me some Kirk Cousins. All right, hour number two. We'll start it off college football. Notre Dame being disrespected? Not really. We'll break it down. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.